Traitor? Infidel? Criminal? Christians in Afghanistan are known by these names and others, too. The Taliban is back, but our brothers and sisters are going into hiding after 20 years of safety. Some have already fled to the hill country. The majority of these Christians are converts from Islam, which is a crime punishable by death under Sharia law. That law is coming back under the Taliban's oppressive rule, and most Afghan Christians have turned off their phones, with no way of knowing just how sophisticated the Taliban's tracking capabilities are. Going dark is a way to survive. This is a serious problem, however. Nations like Canada are promising refuge to Afghanistan's religious minorities. But how do you find and rescue Christians if their phones are turned off? No shelter, no protection, not even cell phones. But our brothers and sisters do have something. God's very word. If you follow Christ, it's scripture that ministers to you, even in the darkest of times. Welcome to Haven Today, our third day in a series on Haven today called Hiding God's Word. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and soon we will be joined again by Aaron House, the leader of a ministry called Piercing Word. I'm going to assume that you're like me. You want to hide God's holy word in your heart, but memorizing it, well, that can be a struggle. Well, my friend Aaron would like to help with that. His ministry is geared toward equipping Christians to memorize Scripture. Aaron himself has memorized almost 40% of the entire Bible. And this program can help you too. So call us, and for your gift to Haven Today after the program, we'll send you a book written by Aaron and Emily House called Warriors of the Word, the Bible Memorization Battle Guide for Winning Spiritual Victories. Just visit our website and watch the video that we've put up with there and there. Haventoday.org, haventoday.org, or call us after the program at 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. And now, he lives in New Mexico. He used to be in Southern California. Fernando Ortega opens this Haven Today. Omnipotent hand 
I shall love my grace all sufficient shall be thy supply the flame shall not hurt thee I only desire thy droves to consume and thy gold to refine You or ye, saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. These words are true, but how many people in our world believe them? How firm a foundation sung for us by Fernando Ortega from his ultimate collection. I'm Charles Morris. This is Haven Today, and the program is called Hiding God's Word. Back in 2018, GQ, a men's fashion magazine, listed the top 21 books no one should read. It may not surprise you to know that the Bible was high on that list. Repetitive, foolish, outdated. These were the words they used to describe the word of life. And when I heard that, I thought, what you might be thinking now, have they ever even read the Bible? Because if they had, they wouldn't be saying that. But in today's world, sadly, many Christians seem to be taking GQ's advice. The church in the Western world is in a crisis, but it's a crisis we don't hear about very often. Illiteracy, biblical illiteracy, increasing numbers of Christians who do not read their Bibles every day. They can't identify key verses or stories from God's Word. And maybe worst of all, mistakenly ascribe certain phrases to the Bible. It is a problem. Recent surveys show that only about a third of professing Christians read their Bibles regularly. So many believers walking around without the Word in their hands and without the Word in their hearts. Aaron House wants to change that. I met up with Aaron recently in Dallas. And more than just talking about trying to help people memorize the Word, 
Aaron was clear that his goal is to help the church learn how to wield the word of the Spirit mightily once again. And then he shared a powerful psalm that helped he and his wife when they were going through a really hard time. Listen to my conversation with Aaron. I don't want to put you on the spot, Aaron, but I do want to brag on you a little bit. How much have God's word have you memorized at this point? And you're only 35 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by God's grace. Uh, Thank you for putting it that way, too. Uh, I've memorized and recited before a public audience 26 books of the Bible. It's uh, the hardest thing I've ever done to memorize that much, but uh, it's the one of the most rewarding things that I've done. And uh, I, I, I tell my story in the Warriors of the Word book. Uh, we, we talk about how I endeavored to memorize the entire New Testament in one year. Uh, I didn't finish in a year, and uh, there's a whole story of how God used that in my life to shape me and even humble me and do different mm. things in my life. But it's uh, God showed me that I'm not, I'm not. It's not about me being the hero. It's about me equipping others and coming alongside the church so that they can be unified and know the Word of God and 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 wield it as as a sword in their lives. With that in mind, why don't you share something with me that you've memorized? Yeah. We don't have time for Isaiah or Jeremiah on the program, <laughs> but but how about a psalm yeah. that God has used to minister to you mm-hmm. that he could use through you to minister to me and everyone else listening yeah. today? Yeah, so uh, I'd love to share with you Psalm 34, which is a psalm that God used in my wife and I's life when earlier on in our marriage, my wife had several early-term miscarriages, and uh, was really questioning the goodness of God in the midst of grief. Mm -hmm. And she would ask me to read this passage to her almost every night, and I I decided, well, if I'm going to read it to you every night, I might as well memorize it. So I did, and uh, it's been a huge blessing to her and I. and it leads you to Christ, and it it reminds you that Psalm 34 in particular, of how he guards us, you know, yes. he protects us, he, he encircles us, and well, please, just yeah. you're the one who knows it word for <laughs> word. I have to open my Bible here, yeah, yeah, and read it. I would love to share it with you. It says, "I will bless the Lord mm. at all times; mm. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord." Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me. Mm. He delivered me out of all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried. And the Lord heard him and delivered him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him have no lack. Young lions suffer want and hunger. Mm. But those who fear the Lord Mm. lack no good thing. Come, O children, and listen to me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life 
and loves many days that he may see good. Hmm. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous Hmm. and his ears are open to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears them and delivers them. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked. And those who hate the righteous will be condemned. But the Lord redeems the life of his servants. And none of those who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Psalm 34. Praise God. That was Aaron House reciting Psalm 34, one of the many, many psalms he has memorized. In fact, I think by now he's memorized the entire Psalter. Thank you, Aaron, for sharing with us. I want to go back to something that Aaron said just now. He wants to help us to learn how to wield the sword of the Spirit. I said earlier, we are in a crisis as a church in the Western world, and that's true. We've put down the sword of the Spirit, and we've picked up the sniper rifle of social media or the shotgun blast of news outlets and gossip. What place does the word have in your life? Is it a sword for you? A weapon that you can wield, not against people and certainly not to win debates, but against the darkness that seeks to overcome your heart and your mind. Do you pick it up every day? Do you let it challenge you to walk more faithfully with the Lord? Memorization isn't just filling our heads so we can impress others with how much we know. It's about coming humbly before the Lord and asking the Lord to mold our hearts and to shape us as we take up and read his powerful word to us. Why don't we do that? Now hear me out. I'm not trying to say that we don't love the Lord or want to live to glorify him. I honestly believe we've forgotten, though, what the Bible really is. We know Jesus has saved our soul. We know the Lord walks with us in our pain. But we've forgotten that the Bible is the Lord's way of speaking directly to us. Second Peter 1 puts it this way, We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke with God as they were carried along, as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. We would do well to pay attention to this word, Peter says. And when he says prophetic message, He's reminding us that the entire Bible is a prophetic message, proclaiming the coming of Christ 
and His mighty works to save us from our sin. The whole Bible is about Jesus. And we need to pay attention to that, Peter says, as something completely reliable. It tells us about Jesus, our sin, the love of the Lord, and it is completely reliable. We can trust it. But what else did he say? The Word is a light shining in a dark place. I never noticed this before. But Peter's words here aren't actually a reference to the darkness of the world around us. A light shining in a dark place, we usually think that's a reference to the sin and chaos that surrounds us. But Peter didn't go that way. He said this word is a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. The dark place is our own heart. It's not just those people who need the word because they're so trapped in darkness. No, it's us. We need the word. Our hearts are dark and sin overshadows us, but the word drives the dark of doubt away. Pay attention to the word. Meditate on the word. Memorize the word. Take the word up daily and ask the Lord to shine his light into your dark heart. Christ has come. He has spoken to us, and he has given us his word and his spirit, so we know we are never alone in this world. Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world, they resound with God's own heart. Words of life, words of hope, give us strength, help us cope in this world where
Title song to her album, she wrote it originally, Lynn DeShazo, and Ancient Words, Words of Life, Words of Hope, Give Us Strength, Help Us Cope, In This World, Where'er We Roam, Ancient Words Will Guide Us Home. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, and a program hiding God's Word. We all want to memorize scripture and Hide these ancient words in our hearts, wouldn't you say? But we can't all do it the same way. After all, God made our brains work differently. Whether you learn visually or audibly or kinetically, Aaron and Emily Howes know how to help. Their book was written with all types of learners in mind. And beyond that, Warriors of the Word the Bible Memorization Battle Guide for Winning Spiritual Victories also includes their personal story. And I might say it's powerful. You'll read how God used His Word in their lives as they struggled and triumphed, rejoiced and grieved. And you'll be encouraged to turn to Scripture in the highs and lows of your own life as well. So you know what? I think you can do it. I think you can memorize God's Word and hide it in your heart. And for your gift to Haven Today, we'll send you your own copy of their new book. Just call us at 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. And the book is the Bible Memorization Battle Guide. Now, you can also go to our website, and I would encourage you to do that. Watch the video that I shot with Aaron when we were together in Dallas. Be encouraged as he shares a little bit of his own personal struggles growing up. Our web address, where you can make your gift and get the book, and watch the video with Aaron House, is haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Would you take a moment and just pray with me right now? Lord in heaven... As your word says, it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path always. Lord, I think back in my own life, and I came to faith in Jesus Christ through your word, reaching out to me through the gospel of John one night many, many years ago. 
And I think many of us praying together right now would have a similar story to that. We ask you to teach us your word. Lead us in your paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Lord, all because of Jesus Christ who came and died for our sins to give us new life and who still today through the power of the Holy Spirit speaks to us through the word. Lord, may we meditate more on your word. May we not lose sight of it in our lives every day. May we start our days and even end our days thinking and reflecting and meditating on your word. Lord, in our relations with other people, in our sharing good news, the gospel with other people, it comes as we share your word as you have shared it with us. So may we all take this to heart today and hide God's word in our hearts, not only today, but for the rest of our lives, until Christ returns or until you call us home before then. We give you all the glory and thank you now. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story, It's All About Jesus, here on Haven Today. Here for your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Was there a time as a child when you spent your whole day waiting for your dad to come home? If so, it was probably for one of two reasons. You were in big trouble and you were dreading his arrival, or you were anticipating something special and couldn't wait to see him. You know, those are the same reactions everyone on earth will have toward Jesus when he returns. For those who have rejected Christ, Philippians 3 tells us their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly wait a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Get more daily encouragement for your walk with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Try it out at getanchor.com.